0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Episode 7 of the Nicky Rod Podcast. Today, I got a long friend of mine, Nick Fury. Say what's up, How man. How you
1: doing? How's it going?
0: Good, man. So, um, Nick, let's get into it. Um, let's do it. Introduce yourself and give him a little backstory.
1: Sure. Okay. So, my name's Nick. Um, I'm currently a senior at Rowan University. Depending on when this is released, uh, I'll be graduating. I'm due to graduate. took my last final today. Um, I met this... This fine gentleman, Nick Rodriguez, (laughs) while I was working at Virtue's Deli and Produce in Washington Township, Virtue's Trap House, shout out (laughs) to them. Um, Yeah, I'm an accounting major, I start my new job on June 1st, so just trying to enjoy my time off and looking forward to my fresh start coming up.
0: So let's go into that, you know, you you have a new chapter coming up Mm -hmm. in your life, Um, what are some things you had to do to get to this point, to get the job out of college?
1: I mean, man, it's... It's it's tough, and I know there's some stuff that's easier said than done. But yeah. and this is so cliche of me to say, but you honestly have to fake it until you make it. If that, or just, I know you hear that all the I time in movies, but, time. but seriously, um, my first um, at first I didn't know what I wanted to declare in school. I was thinking, you know, something along the lines of history. I've always been a big history buff. And
0: did anyone who was it specifically that steered you in the direction of accounting?
1: Well. I did have an interest with the FBI at one point, and cool I noticed job. that yeah, it is awesome. You can't beat the benefits. <laughs> but um, I saw that they were hiring accountants, so I said, "Ooh, what's this?" And I was looking into it, and I, you know, found uh, what accountants do was pretty interesting. Yeah. Although some might like, disagree with me, but you know, I just went with it. And you know, my sophomore year, I didn't have any electives, and I was looking for an internship. There's this awesome resource that Rowan uh, has. It's called Prof Jobs, and basically it has for graduates and students internships and jobs available so basically you apply through the site so i saw a job that i was interested in and i reached out to the assistant dean and i asked her i said hey i want to apply for this job however i haven't had any accounting courses so she uh told me that i probably wouldn't do well in the internship because i didn't have any experience so what i what i ended up doing is i ended up doing uh volunteer work through the school again I was doing tax returns for lower income people. Yeah. It was a great experience and you know makes you more appreciative of like what you have seeing what some of these people were going through. Wow. But um yeah, you know I did that. It, at first didn't have any idea what I was doing. I mean, whenever I, I dealt with tax related stuff, I just handed it off to my mom and dad's account and didn't yeah. really do anything with it. But, you know, I got some experience there. Um following the year, while I was at Virtuos, I applied to another internship. Did a phone interview, nervous as hell. Didn't know if I was going to get it or not. Got the interview, or, go. or got the internship, rather. Worked there, and then um, I'd say probably my coolest experience was over the summer. Um, so the MBA was on profs jobs, and when I applied to that, I was thinking, like, you know, there's no way in hell this place is going to hire me. So I sent my resume in. They got back to me said they wanted to interview me. So I was thinking, I'm like, you know, it's just interview practice. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't absolutely. think I can get it. And I ended up just going in there loose, and, you know, I got it, and... And it's the know,
0: NBA he's talking about, like, the national basketball it, it was It
1: was pretty cool. And, like, I tell people, um, you know, telling people before, I was like, yeah, yeah, I have an internship with the NBA. They're like, oh, well, you, what's it, a four-in-one program? And I'm like, no, 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 not MBA, NBA, NBA. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, again, if you would have told me two years ago that, you know, I would have been in this position, I would have never believed you. But it's really, it's all about opportunities in life and not just for myself i'm just saying in general
0: and you you went out and found that opportunity because mm-hmm. most people they would sit back and you know just i guess hope yeah but you sat there and said you know what i'm in school i have a program that is allowing me to take advantage of it they gave you an opportunity and you right. jumped right on that
1: exactly and then, you know it I, I told my girlfriend this and i told you know my siblings this all the time life doesn't throw opportunities at you that often. Yep. There's literally some times where opportunities will be slapping someone across the face and they don't reach out and grab it. And that's what you got to do. And, you know, I'm not I'm not here like trying to brag about myself. But, again, I'm just saying like no, you, you have to have be to, proud of yeah, what you
0: did. You, you're you putting in the work.
1: Exactly. And it, and you have to have that mentality of, um, you know, never like never being satisfied, and always wanting more. Like I, I said hungry. it in the shout out to Virtuos group chat, but I've said it in the group chat before. Um everyone wants to get to their destination but no one's willing to make the journey so you I have to you have to go through that journey to I get to your it. destination regardless of what it is you're not going to if you're going into your internship or you're going into you know new sport or you're trying to learn something you're not going to know everything so believe me i took my lumps during my time in my internships but you learn every day and you know just you have to think big picture and think where it's going to get you
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. every expert was once a beginner exactly you know, and every, and everyone you know we touched on this on kyle's podcast you know right you only see the light in people's lives on especially on social media and how powerful social media is nowadays yeah. you don't see the work that they put in and no. we actually had this conversation with our buddy uh, mario tassi uh. in the deli <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> but he said he wanted to be a sports broadcaster yeah but and he wanted to do it quick, but you don't become a sports broadcaster
1: overnight, exa- or just yeah. right out of college. Exactly. Look at Stephen A. Smith, perfect example.
0: Seventeen years at the Philadelphia Inquirer. He didn't just graduate college and become a, like get his own show on ESPN. Yeah. You know, he he put in the work seventeen years, and you gotta you gotta make the journey. Yeah, and has. people are gonna get the lumps, and you just, you just have to keep rolling through. with it. <clears throat> keep rolling with it. Exactly. So. From the NBA, you said that was your coolest experience?
1: So far, yes. Yeah. Uh, each each inter- internship I've had has had you know their their own quirks. What's good, what's not good. Yeah, but um, you know, getting to go to the NBA draft was cool, just being an avid sports oh, fan. Yeah, I oh, get I did get to go. I sat sick. in a suite. Oh, that's but, dope. Yeah, and I was actually for ESPN um, they they need seat fillers, so in the second round when, you know, some tall tall guy from Uganda gets drafted that no one's ever heard <laughs> of. Um you have to fill in at the bottom. But, you know, oh, it was a cool sick. experience. But don't get me wrong. The other places have been great, too. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So through all your internships, what's been the biggest, most important lesson that you've learned from those internships?
1: Does essentially be a sponge? You have to take into account what other people are telling you, and you have to take it for what it's worth. Like you said earlier, you no one started out as an expert. You have to learn. Yep. And I think the two big things <clears> – <throat> With um, internships, is one, you have to, whenever someone's talking to you, even though you might not like them, you have to listen to what they say because they've had. Um, Always. Yeah, Everyone has different
0: thoughts. Exactly. You know? Like,
1: there, there's one of my buddies. He actually, he quit it. He had an internship. He quit his job because he, uh, you know, he was just <coughs> scanning stuff. And he didn't and like it. He didn't like it. Do what you enjoy I mean, accounting? I do. You do? I. No, oh, I'm sorry. The,
0: no. What's the big picture? Like what's the end game you want to do? What's your what's your big dream in accounting?
1: My big dream. Okay. So, I see myself I'm starting out in auditing. So, I'm going to do that for however long I plan on doing it, but I eventually see myself at some point working for some company, whether that be the company I'm at or I'll be starting with on June 1st. Yeah. Or Congratulations, go, uh, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so you want to get into a company, stick with it, and, and, uh, and build. work your way up?
1: If not with them, another company. I want to be you, you know, a manager That's awesome. at that level. So you yes. have
0: ambition. You don't want to just go to a job and stay put. You want to... Work your way to the top.
1: Exactly. I don't want to be the you know, stereotypical accountant sitting yeah. at his desk crunching numbers. Not that, not that I won't be doing that, <laughs> but I just want to work my way up and, like I said, have that always hungry attitude going forward.
0: I love it. My, yeah. You know what? Um, my dad did the same thing. He didn't go to college, but he, he right. stuck with a company, and uh, he worked he just his just way up. And now, yeah, now he's yeah. like, you know... Regional manager, he worked mm-hmm. his way up, and I i always respect the hustle. I always respect ha- the hustle. You have
1: to. I mean, uh, I'm not the only one sitting at this table that has a look at you with the yeah, DJ stuff.
0: No, nah, everything's a hustle, man. Yeah, Nothing exactly. comes – nothing's given to you, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you, life is what you make of it. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you get in what you get out, you know?
1: Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: So who steered you in the direction of being an accountant? It, it was just – oh, that's right. You said you didn't um, – You didn't know? You didn't know what you wanted to do in life? I did
1: not know. That's what I think college is good for. Exactly. Because
0: a lot of people go to college, they don't know what they want to do. I think it's a good um, testing ground to to find yourself and to find what you want to do. I know my thoughts on college, and you know my thoughts on college. What are are your thoughts on college?
1: I think college, just like everything else, you get what you put into it. Now, essentially, I I think this is just my personal opinion, but if you're going to it all depends on what you're going to major in. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there college isn't for everyone, and I'm aware of that. And I don't hold grudges against anyone that you know thinks college is lame or if they choose not to go to college. That's their prerogative. Yeah, everyone's to think different. Everyone's exactly. different
0: situations, and I, I agree.
1: I think the very smart way to go about it is if you're not sure. Go to one of these community colleges. We have great community colleges in the area. We have Gloucester County, uh, Rowan Rowan College at Gloucester County. Sorry, Rowan. And then you have Camden County College, which are great schools. And also, if you don't know what you're doing, you can just go there for two years and then transfer out to any state school. I like that. If you do well there, you can even get scholarships to these schools. But about college itself, high school, you have someone chirping in your ear the whole time.
0: And high school, you're more... You're trying to fit in to please everyone. You exactly. Remember, you know, in high school, because I went through that stage where I was like, oh, I got to be cool. Like, I, everyone has to like me, like, stuff like yeah. that. You're really not thinking. Big term or big, big picture. Big picture. You're yeah, kind of exactly. thinking, like, I got to make it to the top popularity-wise in high school, you mm-hmm. know?
1: So. Yeah, and exactly. And with school, too. They have. I noticed, um, <coughs> at least in my high school, don't get me wrong, we had some good professors. But yeah. a lot of them used, you know, the cookie-cutter method of teaching, just kind of following – the following protocol. the lines of protocol, yep. but uh, I noticed at my time at Rowan, overall, I mean, obviously, you're gonna have some bad teachers, yeah. but at Rowan, I had some excellent teachers. Really uh, made you think outside the box. My one international accounting professor, he talked
0: about uh, yeah. Rattle. He, oh, shout out to Mr. Rattle. Yeah, I had him at RCGC. He's the man. Phenomenal teacher. And the thing I like about him is, I see he's a teacher that makes me think like this is how most teachers should do it because exactly he gives you a test and he says. Open book, open notes, open phone, open computer. Is your class like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We actually, we had a big project we had to do for international accounting. So um, we had to do, we had to pick two domestic companies and we had to pick two foreign companies and we had to compare them using exchange rates and whatnot. Yeah. But the one thing I liked about him compared to other professors, and he's not the only one at Rowan, but there's been uh, professors I'd rather have a professor that's been in the industry within the last fifteen years. Again, this is just my personal opinion. I'm I'm with you. As opposed to with having a professor time. that's been teaching there for forty years. Like I literally had a professor last semester. Um, it's one of the worst class or worst performances I did in a class. But, really? Yeah, she was bad. I'm not going to mention any names. But well, so you
0: you're saying you did bad, like grade wise?
1: Uh, yeah, I finished with a C in the class. But did you
0: have to retake it. Mm-mm. No, okay.
1: No, luckily I didn't. Okay. But with this with this lady, she. I, I approached her because I was nervous about failing. I, I didn't do too well on the exams. Yeah, absolutely. And I went up to her, and she said, well, I've been teaching the course the same way since 1973. But newsflash, <laughs> it's 2018. It's not 1973. So I just think, um, you know, big thing, not just with these teachers, with yeah, business absolutely. too. And even with work, you can bring that too. You have to be <laughs> able to adapt, adaptability. That's and huge. These, and these – that professor in particular was not able to adapt, and I was not the only one. I think there was – our class had about 25 students. I, if I had to guess, I'd say about five of them knew, like, what the hell was going on in the yeah. class. And I'd say three out of the five, like, cheated or used their phones because she yeah. was really uh, elderly and, like, didn't walk around the classroom.
0: Dude, that's that's actually awesome that you bring that up. You do have to adapt. I think that's such a big uh, key to success. Exactly. Is- Adapting because every situation is going to be different, you know. Like, like you're transferring to a new job right now, you you don't know how the boss is going to be, but no, it's like it's like a class. Certain teachers want things done a certain way, yeah, you know. And I think that's that's key to life. You have to adapt. You have to, and that goes for like businessmen, anything in life. Like let's say the um business Mm -hmm. businesses have to adapt to you know the economy at a certain point, the trends and stuff like that. Yeah, adapting is adapting and navigating is because there's always going to be those bumps in the road
1: exactly so. and you know you just have to i think it's a lot easier to work with someone when you know like what's expected of them um, yeah for instance like one virtue story we always talk about with uh, uh joe gabrielli um when i made uh, joe the, the animal yeah the, the one sandwich i made yeah so they got three different types of lunch meats or <laughs> cold cuts however you want to call it yeah and i ended up you're only supposed to put three quarters of a pound yeah. on the sandwich. Well, I did three quarters of each each type of cold cut, and I gave the lady, you know, two over a two pound hoogie. So, um, yeah, just you know, learning from from Joe and also Fountain and, and Tom you learn and from Tony. Your mistakes. Exactly, you learn and you know, from your and, mistakes. you know, people say all the time, like when they when they hear, "Oh, you're working at Virtue," it's like, "Oh, like why why are you working there?" But you know, it's place. I honestly think it's places like that that teach you life lessons. Like I'm sure you can pull Dude, away a ton of life lessons from your time at McDonald's. Yo, I was there. Just about to
0: say, you know, McDonald's and virtues, like the jobs like that, you learn a lot, you know, but mm-hmm. at McDonald's I learned, you know, you had to be like, um, get the follow protocol. They had a lot exactly. of rules and not that virtues doesn't, but at virtues I took away. They're such good business owners, but they're such good bosses. Like I learned how to talk to people. I learned how to handle customers. Right. I learned, um, how to talk to employees? That's a, like you can really oh, yeah. go to Tom about anything, you know. Like the approachability. He'll talk you. Uh, yes, yes, and I think that's that's huge. But back to college. Um, what do you think? What do you think college is missing? Like, what's one thing that you think college could be teaching kids better?
1: What I think they were going to be. um Well, I think from a social aspect, they teach you a, a lot. I'm, I'm just pointing out that some of the negatives for or positives for no. Us, they,
0: college has some pros and cons, and one of my favorite pros is. Networking. You exactly. meet so many people.
1: And it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, if you're a partier, then guess what? Whether you meet some new people in a frat party basement waiting in line to get a beer keg, yep. or you know, you meet them at some uh, event, or whether it's you know, ultimate frisbee always or networking. some school stuff. Exactly. You networking, always have to think networking. Big networking. But I think uh, big picture. Um, again, college. It, depending on what your major is, you just have to think uh, smart. And you have to, you know, educate yourself before making your decisions. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's uh, – we see it Decision all the time. Decision-making is key it in is. life and everything. And it's tough to ask um, an 18-year-old, hey, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I, I mean, <coughs> when I was, you know, that age, I didn't even know what I was going to eat for breakfast that yeah, morning. Yeah, when I was 18, or, I
0: just got into the DJing. And when I first got into it, I was like, I'm just going to do this to make some good money. Exactly. Like, it wasn't – I fell in love with it, and, and now I have bigger goals. But I didn't really at, – at 18, I was just like, oh, yeah, like – I'm gonna work a minimum wage job, and right? I'm doing this too. I'm just gonna make good money exactly. for my age.
1: It's tough, man. I mean, you just you think about it. You got like when you're 18, you get thrown into the situation having to pick a school. Also, too, when you get to school, making sure you're hanging out with the right people—people people that you know aren't getting into like heavy drugs. How and, like, important cricket. is that to
0: you? Supporting your, surrounding yourself with people who just want to be great, hardworking, positive mentality.
1: It's very important to me. Like my first, my very first job I had, I've never forget it. It was at Danby's Garden Center. It's located in Brawlin, New Jersey. Um, not that it wasn't a bad place. I worked there for three years. So I worked yeah. there from the time I was 16 till I was 19, almost 20. When I worked there, not that it wasn't good, the people there were very nice. But I was yeah, working absolutely. with, um, I was working with people that you know didn't seem really motivated. They got really angry at me. They didn't really have patience with and, me. And it gets like. It takes a toll on you. Exactly. I mean, not that I didn't like tell like the manager to f off or anything, but like I I worked there for a long time. I worked there for three years, and you know, I just knew there was a I needed to make a change in my life. So I think the one one change I made that was key. Not bring it, or not to bring it up again, but I'm gonna bring it up again. But just working at Virtuos, I was surrounding myself for the majority. You know, there's a bunch of people the same age as you and I, yeah. and we were all in college. We we're all grinding into bigger goals, and I think that you know that really helped my uh, psychic. And uh, you know, and being I remember with,
0: the, the whole time throughout Virtuos, you were always like looking for an internship. You were always like thinking like, what's next? And I think right. that's great. You're, you're always thinking one step, two steps ahead of. Yeah, what can I do to better myself?
1: And you look at the look at the people from when we've been in there. I know Kyle. Talking about him, he wanted to get out. He was at Rutgers Camden. He was miserable. Got in the seat. Got in the Seton Hall. Yep. Cole making making power moves going into the you know army. That's you know he's a great kid yeah and, you know, absolutely. that's all that's awesome for him joe joe gab you know nursing major nursing, exactly you with the dj you're yeah, no, mario that becoming a cop even though that's scary to think about <laughs> but yeah i mean everyone's making progress and it's awesome you know seeing everything coming and to fruition
0: mike m at drexel you know oh, we forgot about mike it's, yeah Mike. It's, it's crazy that we were in a minimum wage job just a job to get us by mm-hmm. and we met such great people and Every single person has their own dreams, whether it exactly. involves college or not. Everyone has everyone has their path. Everyone has their lane. Yeah, and we're all going to, we're all working towards our goal. So exactly. it's, it's awesome to see. It really is, and it
1: was that, and that's the one thing. It's great being with you know people like like that. Like when I first started, there. yeah. Do yeah. you like to
0: see other people succeed? I do. Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think it's essential to success.
1: I personally think. Uh, I'm just saying from personal experience. No, I, absolutely. Yeah, you know, my little brother he. He struggled, you know, in high school with grades and whatnot and you know, he, he wasn't sure what to do with himself. Yeah.
0: Well Is your older en- brother younger? Younger.
1: Okay. Although he does look older than me. <laughs> he, he he's got the little receding hairline action. But that's another <laughs> that's another conversation to have. But um yeah, I mean he didn't know what to do. He was going to you know, Camden County after high school. Yeah, absolutely. He was taking all like gen eds, you know, didn't wasn't really doing anything for him. Yeah. So he enlisted in the Navy. And now, you know, it was the first time we were really close growing up. We're only eighteen months apart. Oh so. my,
0: that's your younger brother. He's my younger brother. I thought he was older.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're only eighteen. He just turned twenty back in February. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. I I give it to people who do the military. I I could I couldn't do it. Yeah, I w I wanna be able.
1: He was telling me some of the, like this the stuff they had to do <coughs> in boot camp and whatnot. It's awful. They weren't allowed. They weren't allowed to have their cell phone for two months. Yeah, that that and, and
0: just being away from the family. That's tough. Exactly. But he's making a sacrifice and.
1: And you know now he's stationed in uh, Norfolk, Virginia.
0: Is he um, full time or? He's full time. Yeah, wow. he's. At, and so that's he's what he already, wants to do with his life. Like he's gonna stay.
1: He he's um he's currently studying for the SATs. He wants to um go to college and get a degree. And I mean why not? It's free with the GI Bill. So absolutely, you go back to school and get your degree. And also too, um he has um air surf, air surface warfare uh pin yeah so he's working his way up he's trying to you know make himself better so that way he's you know, he gets every opportunity he, well to. he gets a pay raise and also he's looking to uh move into uh you know better housing yeah because i mean no no offense to the place he's living in now but it really looks like a prison <laughs> yeah so you know it's good it's good for him you know working out and he, that's what inspired me like i I literally to look for
0: better opportunities and just keep going.
1: Exactly. Like uh, I try never, I I never try. I, ne- I I always tried to be like a big brother to him. Like never cry, never show emotion. Always yeah, try to play like big tough guy and whatnot. Yeah. But like when two times when I saw him before he left, I just broke down. Really, just cause I didn't realize I was going to see him for like two months. Yeah, no contact. That, that was that was
0: very tough. That's how I was with Phil. I mm-hmm. uh, as soon as we dropped oh, yeah. him off, dude, he's not even my brother. So like I mean. Yeah, like, not blood brother he's he's my brother but not like blood brother yeah um my best friend since dude since i moved to in this house t- 2001 i met this kid when we dropped him off and he waved and walked in the doors got in the car and lost it yeah so I, I couldn't even imagine how you feel that's your actual blood brother. It is. It, w-
1: it was and you know he um he's doing great things and you know a lot of people you know in my family his some people went to high school with, and you know, some people in my family. It's sad to say, but they doubted them, and you know, yeah. it just keeps proving them wrong. And like I said, I personally, I think there's no no greater feeling than you know, proving someone wrong that
0: doubted you. I love it, and it's a shame that people doubt. Mm-hmm. I get doubted for the podcast. I get doubted for DJing. You're and doing I, you're doing your own thing, man. I, you gotta I get be doubted you. for yeah. e- everything I do. Mm-hmm. I truly do. But just like you said, with your brother, motivate. It's what motivates me. Like, yeah. <clears throat> So I, I started the podcast, and I have, right. I think, 11 rates on the podcast. One out of the 11 gave me a one-star review. And to me, it's like the fact that this person took the time to hate on a kid chasing his dream, I'm just like, I feel so bad for that yeah. person. But it's motivation because I just did a podcast right before you came in, and I am so motivated. Like, hey, I want to make that, that one... Whoever gave me that one star review? Thank you. Because exactly. I'm I'm like ready to level up like
1: I mean look look at uh you know Tom Brady for instance even though the Eagles you know beat him in the Super Bowl. Not to brag. <laughs> fly but fly Eagles fly. Exactly. But just look at him. He still carries that scouting report in his locker with him. Yeah. 18 year, five Super Bowls, eight Super Bowl appearances later.
0: Steph Curry does the same thing. Exactly. He reads his uh, draft report or the scouting report. You have to. You it blows my mind when you read their scouting reports. Like, what were these guys thinking? It's crazy, isn't it? It's. It's. I think that's a whole mental thing. Yeah. Like, st- like Steph and, and Brady, they just said, fuck it. I'm not going to let anyone. Like, they took that and they used his motivation and right. they went and got I it. I mean, like, you
1: look look at uh, Tom Brady. Chad Pennington was drafted before him. Oh, my God. It, it I didn't exactly. even know
0: that. I mean – yeah, that's insane. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. That's crazy. But,
1: I mean, that's what you got to do. And, you know, you take that one-star review. Instead of you know being angry and upset, you say, okay, you're just going to keep grinding yeah. and you know, try to prove him wrong. Now, you, you use the hate as
0: motivation. I love it. I truly yeah. do. You know? you
1: know that old uh, middle school saying, like, haters are my motivators. Yeah, that's but a, as yeah. corny as it
0: sounds. Yeah, exactly. And I said, I said a, a quote to Tina last night. I said, you know, I always say I want to be a $100 million man one day. I want to make all this money. Yeah. People tell me, right where, right where we are sitting right now, I had a kid tell me, like, you want to make how much? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Good luck. And right there, I was like, all right. Yeah. We'll see. Call me 10 years. I love it. I love to prove uh, people wrong. I love it, man. But yeah, my thing is, I said to Tina last night, if you shoot for the moon and you miss, at least you'll be among the stars. And exactly. My, my
1: father says that to me all it's the time. It's corny,
0: but it's true. If you shoot to be a $100 million man and you miss... Maybe you're a thirty million dollar man. Like, you know you're like still making out good. You always, always shoot for the absolute best. Exactly. What what are your thoughts on realistic? Like being like the word realistic. When someone says, Oh, that's your goal, like be realistic. What do I think about it? What do you think about it?
1: Um, I I think it's well, I know it's cliche to say, but I was gonna say I think it's real. <laughs> I know yeah, realistic okay. but I mean you you do have to set realistic goals for yourself. Okay. Like I guess, um, for instance um you know looking at myself back on january 1st you yeah know, absolutely it's
0: 245 pounds And we're gonna get into that right now baby. so go ahead talking about
1: realistic um i mean if i'm if i'm sitting there at 245 um you know i say oh well by february 1st i want to be 135 you know lose uh, no, 120 pounds I, yeah, like, I gotcha. like kyle did i mean kyle lost a damn middle school kid worth of <laughs> weight i mean shout out to him shout but, out to kyle man if that's you guys, awesome
0: he was on episode six of the podcast mm-hmm. um he lost 115, 120 pounds. Yeah. Check that out. He, it was actually an incredible it was weight inspiring. loss. Inspiring. Definitely inspiring. You have mm-hmm. an inspiring story. We're gonna get into that, but um, definitely check Kyle's out. Uh, episode six. It, it was dope.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, just set realistic goals for yourself. So, okay. So in regards to weight loss, so I was 245, and i was like, you know what? I was looking at the, you know, looking at the weeks planning ahead. Yep. And I said, no, it's January 2nd today. I graduate college on may 8th yeah I said i want to be 40 pounds lighter come graduation that's 10 pounds a month roughly two pounds like one to two pounds a week definitely doable, doable. i mean you could crap, three, you can crap like one to two pounds out two, so. two to three weeks yeah.
0: um two to three pounds a week is actually considered a healthy weight loss yeah and it's it's attainable so, but yeah, i'm absolutely.
1: just saying another thing i'm <laughs> talking about like my inter, like my internship experience yeah. um knowing from the beginning like saying like well, you know, I'm probably not gonna get this internship because I haven't, I don't have any classes under my belt. That's a realistic goal, as opposed to you know, searching for a full time yeah. position or you know, a big, uh, a big time job. Like, I guess, um, I guess, uh, yeah, another good example. Just working with that uh, volunteer work, and then after I did that, I'm saying, okay, well, now I'm gonna look for an internship. Let me
0: ask you something. So, for the um, like the MBA and your internships, were you getting paid? Yes, you were. Okay, I thought, I thought that, was the NBA free or no?
1: was it what do you like, mean, were, like, you were you getting paid at- yes okay okay uh-huh. so i i again i walked out with all three companies you know
0: you did okay. i i thought for some reason i thought it was a uh, unpaid internship I, maybe i'm thinking of someone else no it's it's all good that's good yeah no. it, it worked out worked out well so have your past experiences you know with your internships and college not knowing what you want to do and has that made you gave you the mindset you know have has that made you the person you are today
1: absolutely yeah I can remember it was in between, it was about the spring semester of my sophomore year of college. So, we're talking 2016, pre Virtuos, like right before I started working at Virtuos. Yeah. I was, you know, I was overweight. Um, I got in a car accident. I was okay. Thankfully, no no one was injured. Good, good, good. But my car had been damaged pretty bad. And (laughs) um, I had already owed my grandparents money because they purchased that car for me. And then I had to pay them back another two grand. So I was in debt with that. Yeah. I was miserable at my job at Dambley's. Um, you know, I rushed a fraternity at school twice actually. Didn't get a bid either time. And you know, it's no no hard feelings against the frat. But at the time, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, this is the end all be all. Yeah. Um I Life just, was
0: just down at the time, like Yeah, oh
1: exactly. Like uh, this is <laughs> yeah, again, I like I liked a certain girl. Um you know, it was too big of a wimp to you know make a move. Tell her I liked her. Yeah, she ended up getting like a boyfriend. So everything just started spiraling out of control. And it was actually as cliche as it say uh, as it is. Um, that song by Twenty One pilot, "Stressed Out." Yeah, it was playing in the car, and like I just it all clicked to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm just like absolutely miserable right now. And yeah, I need to make a change. So, in that time since then, it's kind of like you want to talk about how crazy timing is. I literally was waiting in line at a bat and. <laughs> to pee at a frat party yep and you know my my girlfriend's like the shyest person like one of the shyest people but she says like hey you look familiar well ended up meeting her how did you had a girlfriend and she's you know two years later she's great you know and i'm really happy uh you know, to be with her as much as you know. I joke around about her. Yeah, well, no, now We're not going to get into that because yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. We're staying out of trouble. Yes, yes, it. we're staying out of trouble. But you know, just getting a girlfriend, then <laughs> like quitting, the, quitting the job, and coming to Virtuos, and each one like kind of built over time. And yeah. this this year and a half mentality of you know what, you are just just going out for yourself. It's song Trophies by Drake. Yeah. If I had, to, well, I'm going to boss the lyrics, but like, <laughs> if.
0: I do – every podcast yeah. I say a quote and I butcher it. So you're yeah, good, Yeah, so man.
1: like – you say like when he says this this for me though, like talking about like yeah. he had nothing left to prove to anyone else.
0: You just have to do it for like for yourself I sometimes. think that's so important. I think people lose um, – lose the importance of that. Like do it for yourself. Don't do exactly. it for anyone. Do it for yourself, you mm-hmm. know. And I do believe everything happens for a reason. So, you know, with – all darkness you know there's light at the end of the tunnel always i don't care what what you're going through there's always light at the end of the tunnel and exactly and and whatever situation you're in just think someone out there probably has it worse you know exactly and you know you
1: just there's there's two things you could say to yourself like one you just think about it in your head like how did i get to this position again bringing up weight you know just it's obviously you're not going to wake up overweight you know (laughs) overnight it's a it's you know built up over time of eating poorly and making poor decisions in regards to your food.
0: A lot of it's decision-making, big time, exactly. with everything in life, everything. It's all decision-making. Exactly. It's and so it important.
1: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It doesn't pertain to weight loss, but just like everything, it's up. a lot of bad decision-making. And then two, I think it's um, – you mentioned it in the prior podcast, but like creating a game plan and a strategy. I know as uh, cliche as it sounds, I do this. I have notes. I write down – what I want to achieve so I could literally show you, you know, on my phone I have um, my weight starting from January 2nd and I weigh myself almost every day I was, I was going to ask and that I have, so yeah, and I have like I just keep track of it on a weekly basis so wow. like and again people are you know a little scared to you know start the change whether you know it pertains and to that's weight
0: that's the first step uh, making the change and the first step is always the toughest exactly always the toughest so when when was it that you said you know what I'm going to do this I'm the going diet? to make a change. Yeah, the diet.
1: Um, well, it was New Year's Eve, and I was out at the it bar. It was New Year's
0: I, resolution? It was. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. And and I
1: tried sticking with it, because I know a lot of people after, like, January 11th are like, oh, screw this. I'm yeah. done. Next year, next year I'll it's do it. It's
0: all about consistency. Exactly. All about and, consistency. You know,
1: I was a little nervous to start this diet, but, um, you know, I was saying, like, oh, well, you know, I'm a picky eater when it comes to healthy food. Yeah. But turns out, you know, if I wasn't a picky eater, I wouldn't have been as fat as I was, because obviously I was <laughs> eating, like, everything in sight. But so okay, okay, good, good. No, I, I I was just saying, like Yeah, you know, I just I felt like out of breath going up steps and you know, the night before or New Year's uh night, I stayed at my friend's house. He goes to school in uh Philadelphia, he goes yeah. to Chestnut Hill. Shout out to him, he has uh he's chasing like the all time hits leader at his school.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Over
1: hundred fifty college hits. Woo! we'll see what happens if he gets drafted S- or not. Speaking but of uh
0: college athletes, gotta give a shout out to my sister. Literally as we're doing this, she just got
1: she hit a home run?
0: She did not hit a home run. Hold on. Let me. Uh,
1: I told you, man. She's got to get that triple crown. Triple double, the, yes. The, tri- the triple crown for her <laughs> team.
0: Hold on. Let me read it. She just texted us. Um, sh- my sister made first team all conference. As a freshman. As a freshman. So that's, that's awesome. Dope. Congrats to her. Congrats, yeah, congrats, congrats to your Congrats to her. Um, yeah. Doing good things. Doing, doing big exactly. things. Exactly. Proving people wrong. Absolutely. Always, uh, man.
1: Jason Kelsey speech, man. He just got to live. Words <laughs> to live by. But, you know, I was at my friend's house and I was out of breath walking up the steps and I was like really uh, intoxicated that night. I remember I came <laughs> down, actually came down in shorts without a shirt on. And I remember, like, I didn't care because I was drunk or yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. like looking for food. But I was just thinking in my head, I saw myself in the mirror. I was like, holy crap, like, I have a fupa. You know, it was <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And, you know, later <laughs> talking to some of my friends, it, like, you know, they were saying to me, like, yeah, like, we saw you, And we were like, what the hell's he been eating? Lately, yeah. You know? So I just, I
0: knew I needed to make a change. <laughs> so. You started at what weight on?
1: I was two forty five on January second. That was the first time I weighed myself.
0: And your goal, your New Year's resolution, by May eighth.
1: I wanted it for May eighth, which is uh, next Tuesday. It's my graduation date. I wanted it to be two, 205 at 205. least. Two
0: oh five or less. And we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. What are you now? I'm one ninety nine point three. So you've crushed your goal. Mm-hmm. You've crushed your goal. How many days early? Today is May third. Yep. You've crushed it five or six days earlier because mm-hmm. yesterday. Absolutely amazing. Now, what's the biggest difference since you've lost the weight, like mentally, physically? Well, what's the biggest difference you notice?
1: Well, physically, I'm not out of breath anymore when there I go know. up the steps. But, um, yeah, you know, just being able to run and, you know, I, I wasn't able to run before. Yeah. You know, getting back into doing that, I noticed my legs aren't hurting as much anymore because there's not much weight on them. And from, you know, uh, mental... Your- Mental, okay, good, Um As a mental uh note, I just noticed I'm a lot more confident. I you was going to
0: say that's actually literally what I was going to say. Do you feel more confident? And yeah. do you feel like you can attack anything that comes your way now?
1: Exactly. And you know, it's nice, <laughs> like, like I guess, like going out to like a bar or something, and like you know, people are like instead of like like looking at me, giving me a wave, just being like, like, oh, who's that? You yeah, nice. No, yeah, it's, you, it's nice. And you know, um, it, it, it's a great thing. And you know, I. I wouldn't be able to do it without my mom and my aunt. My yeah. mom's been my life coach. She's lost uh, fifty pounds doing this diet. Wow. My aunt's lost over sixty.
0: Now, your aunt and your mom, what has been the biggest lesson that both of them have taught you?
1: Uh, I would say they've taught me, you know, uh, with the program I'm on. Overall, um, there's four big lessons. You know, uh, the program I'm on is called <laughs> Optivia. I don't know if um, or I, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it, but hopefully, you could do some research into it. Now, there's actually a woman. Um, I said it in the group chat last night he was on the Megan
0: Kelly today show I got I gotta watch it I saw it I didn't watch it though yeah. I will watch it just today. just
1: a little highlight she was 514 pounds she actually wow c- she had to weigh herself on an industrial scale she couldn't weigh herself on a regular <sighs> scale but she's lost 330 pounds since then and wow. she's done Optavia and I think uh, more or less yeah. this isn't just a diet it's a lifestyle change and no, I absolutely. try to preach that a lot like Kyle touched on it in the his podcast but the mindless eating i did it plenty of times we talked about it in the group chat at just like cutting a piece of cheese for a customer and then slicing an extra one for yourself and, or jerry's dough balls yeah, with the well, olive what about oil. like
0: at night late night like you're or, just chilling, watching TV, and you'll grab a snack. You may not even be hungry. Exactly. Or
1: you, when you get when you go out to drink, you know, getting the drunk munchies. I mean, that happens. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask with this diet, like, <clears throat> can you go out and drink? You know, it was t- it's been tough. You know, being a college student, especially senior. You know, last yeah. semester. But when I go out, I usually drink vodka with seltzer water, and believe it or not, it's pretty good. And yeah, if I do want to get a drunk snack, and everyone's going to Wawa, perfect thing to get. And a lot of people forget about this: get a hard-boiled egg. It's one, it's only like a wow. fifty. you get three of them, They're and good. they fill you up. It's all
0: protein. They, yeah, it is. Listen, Wawa, um, they do have some resources there. And they we do. touched on it in Kyle, you know, yeah, um, yogurts, almonds. They do have some healthy stuff yeah. there. And, you know, back to the point where like the mindless eating, I can't tell you, I've gone to Wawa, not even hungry, but just because I have money in my pocket. You um, just, you let see let that
1: pretzel there, that yeah, cookie, and you want Yeah, let me get this,
0: it. you know. And I've stopped that, but it used to be like that, like, oh, I have money. Why not? And let mm-hmm. me just eat it. And I'm not even that hungry.
1: Exactly. And the one strategy I do have, um, it's a little it's a little sad of me to say, but I will just admit it now. But I just look at myself, whenever I'm thinking about um, you know, eating something that's bad for me. Yeah. I uh I try to find like the heaviest person in the room and it kinda reminds me in my head, you're like, you know what, I don't want to go back to that. And it's sad, it's sad to no, see.
0: It is sad, but I think you have to do what you have to do to motivate yeah. yourself, you know? And if that's what you you, you know, if you look at someone else and you sit there and go, I don't want to be like that. You know, I I do that with some people I see, you know, I see kids that like don't have anything going for them, you know? Yeah. That, that they don't put in work. They don't they, want they don't want to put in the they, work. They don't want to put in the work. They're just yeah. like they're lazy. Mm-hmm. And I see you know they have the opportunity right in front of them, but they choose not to take it. They have an yeah. open door and they choose not to walk through that door.
1: Exactly. And
0: it just motivates me. Like I don't want to do that. Yeah. It no. it sucks to see someone else's like fall, or
1: As some someone someone struggles.
0: Someone struggles, but, but that's what. But keeps hey, you, you know
1: it's it's a reminder. It, 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 it with, is a reminder. With Optivia, you know it's it's great because not in addition to having your coach. Yeah. Uh, that's just part of it. It's coach the food. You have fuels, so the fuels count as snacks. You get five. I'm on the five and one program currently, trying to lose weight. Yeah. So you essentially get five fuels a day. I like uh, the bars. They have like protein type bars. They have a s'mores bar, which I've grown to like a lot. And then you have one lean and green meal, which is uh, you get vegetables with protein. So grilled chicken salad, some steak with you know mushrooms on wow. it, just stuff like that. And then another big thing with uh, Optavia. It's a community, too. There's a Facebook community page. So oh, that's there's, awesome. So if, you're,
0: you're relating and connecting
1: with... With other people that are going through the same stuff oh, as you. that's awesome. So, you know, some days you're looking for some motivation. There might be someone out there that can motivate you and yeah. vice versa so that's it's awesome. been it's been a great program i mean every diet's great in their own right but yeah and i, I think
0: that goes back to surrounding yourself with people who have the same goals as exactly. you it always helps whether it's weight loss or absolutely anything and that, in life that's
1: what helps so much with my mom because my mom yeah. had the same goals as me and so did my mm. aunt and we actually got my uncle to uh hurt my aunt's husband to do it as well and he's oh, really? lost, i believe he's lost 50 pounds on the diet that's
0: awesome so you and your family are you guys are doing this together. Yeah. That's awesome. Except
1: uh, I don't think anyone else could do it because we're running out of fatties in the family. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a great experience.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's your workout routine like now?
1: Okay. So for right now, I'm currently 199. So I want to get down to you know the 185, 187 range, I should say. So I'm just focusing on cardio strictly right now. Okay. I don't want to be like um, that SpongeBob meme where he like flexes and you <laughs> know, that arm sags down. But- um. Yeah, I just do cardio. So basically, I do the Cybex. I do it for forty-five minutes to an hour, and I do the rower.
0: So I guess I'm go. working the out. The rower's summer. awesome. The rower yeah. is a really good workout. Yeah. The elliptical makes me sweat my ass. Yeah. off. Yeah. The Cybex, I like that better. That you should try that out. Joe told me to do uh, Cybex, and the next thing I'm gonna try and get into is yoga. I heard yeah. yoga is crazy. I heard for being for
1: people walking out of that sore. Oh yeah. You, sh- you you pull muscles you didn't even know you had. Yeah. I just but wanna <laughs> try something different. Yeah. You definitely, know? man. I'm I'm all for that. <laughs> but I guess um. When I do lose the weight, I want to, you know, start doing some lifting. Like you, yeah, like you mentioned, do, like, you know, get generally, or, or not generally, gradually, you know, reintroduce myself to yeah. some of these workouts. So do like some bench, some flies, some go. other chest stuff, and then do the cardio for like 25 minutes, the last go. 25 minutes of my workout. That's but, awesome. Yeah, I, I want to lose like probably a little bit more to do that. But, hey, and um, I forgot to say earlier with the one thing that I thought was weird about my diet, you don't work out for the first month, it's not recommended for you to work out. Oh, really? And there's reasoning for that. They wow. said because your body's changing. And I'm not going to lie to you, when I first started the diet, I had a massive headache, like really? the first two or three days. But once you get over that hump, you're you're good to go. The
0: first step is always the toughest. Always exactly. The Some people will probably see that and be like, oh, like, or, or feel that headache and be like, oh, fuck this, I'm not going e- through exactly. it.
1: Exactly. You just have to keep going through it. Like, <laughs> I, you, once you fight through it, you're golden. And the reason why they don't. Tell you to work out. Because a lot of people, I, I've talked to some people, and they've said, oh, why can't you work out on the diet? Well, it's because your body's changing you're eating new foods. When you go to the gym and start working out, not that it's not good for you, but you're burning fat, yeah. you're burning calories. Your body's going to want to eat more. So even though your body's changing, you're still going to be eating a lot. You might not see the weight loss. So if they lay off it for the first few weeks, let yeah. your body change naturally and then start working out. uh, that should be perfect. Like, as Kyle mentioned uh, in his episode, even though it's like fifth time I brought up Kyle. No, but, you know, it's
0: all good. It's, yeah. it, you know, we're ba- we're bouncing off each other. All exactly. Us, which is good. If you're able to relate to someone else, then mm-hmm. shit, that's, that's kind of what this is for. I want everyone to connect and see, like, if, you know, these two people are doing it or these two people are going yeah. through the same thing I'm going through, then okay. – the, whoever's listening, you know, exactly. It's awesome. It's, it's kind of what the podcast is yeah. for
1: because I, I didn't really get into lifting too much, but mm-hmm. I hit that plateau.
0: Yes. Plateau. It's,
1: and then once I started working out more and stuff, I think I've lost like another 15 pounds ever since I go. hit that plateau.
0: So when you first started uh, losing weight and you got on the scale at one point and you saw you were down like five, 10 pounds, how encouraging was that? It was great. I lost five, uh, all, actually no, I'm sorry. Four pounds on the first day, four pounds. Wow. First day. That was crazy. So what, what have been some obstacles, like, plat, like you said, plateauing? Like, has that been your obstacle, or what's been your biggest obstacle throughout this whole process?
1: I, I mean, again, it's, I feel like with with this diet, obstacles are what you make. It's all in your head. Yep. Like, I mean,
0: I... I love that. I, it's I've been, all mental. It's I've been, all I've mental. been able
1: to lose the 45 pounds with, you know, my girlfriend's brother, literally within the first, like, two weeks of me starting the diet. He had a college graduation party going on that, and... Her mom's a phenomenal cook, and oh, yeah. they're from North Jersey, so they have that you know phenomenal bread up there and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Just portion control essentially. Portion Eagle, control is very big too. Yeah. I love
0: it. Like these are actually a couple of things. Like, I got in touch with Kyle. Like, yeah, exactly. Portion control is very big. It is just
1: like what I, my strategy going into that was. Um, I ended up having one of everything. Yeah. So I knew again. I knew I was gonna cheat, so I made sure I was extra good during the week. Yeah. Did that. I ended up doing a funnel because that was a day of. Uh, a beer funnel because uh, <laughs> uh Falcons Eagles was going on that day and I was the only one watching it and I started going nuts when they won. <laughs> but again, like Super Bowl. How crazy are the Super Bowl parties with all the food. And again, yep. that's where mindless eating hat a great example of mindless eating. You're watching the game and you get stuck next to the chips Big and you time. just keep eating and eating the parade. Um spring break, I went to San Diego, California. How was that? Amazing dude. Yeah. If you haven't been out there, I highly recommend you go. I and want to go to
0: California so bad. It, it was awesome. Yeah. Mexican I check Mexican it
1: food out. second to none. That's
0: the, the best. Really?
1: There's just one place. It's wow. in um my aunt and uncle live in Coronado Island, which is just outside of San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a place called Clayton's Mexican Takeout. <coughs> They're burritos. Oh my God. <laughs> if I could have if I could have that for my cheat meal every like two
0: weeks. i <laughs>
1: oh, that's I'm so a big good.
0: burrito guy. Chipotle. Even though
1: it's... Chipotle's yeah, like dog shit compared yeah, to Clayton's yeah, yeah. Mexican
0: takeout. So, you know, throughout this whole weight loss and the whole process of you just, you know, getting internships and going through school, are you having fun? Did, I am.
1: I'm having blast.
0: Because I do believe having fun is so important in life. As long as you're having fun, whatever you're doing, you know, to the listeners out there, keep doing it, man. As long yeah. as you're having fun and doing great things.
1: As that ESPN, uh, the Monday Night Football like, sideline reporter said... Having the, I'm having the time having the time of his life. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. What's nah, it? Sergio uh I forget that guy's name.
0: Oh. It's not Romo, is it? No, nah,
1: not Sergio Romo. He's I a forget. pitcher
0: for the Giants, right?
1: The Rays now. The Tampa, Rays. Tampa rays. Oh, Bay Rays. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. He is on the rays. Mm-hmm. He is. But no, nah, man, listen, you are absolutely killing it and you're so you, accounting. Uh, the weight loss, it's definitely an inspiration. Um, for whoever's listening, you know. This guy, he's killing it. He's he's yeah. he's putting and, his head you know, down and working, and that's what I love about him and, the most. So. so so is Nick here, the other no. Nick, not Nick. <laughs> yeah. but yeah,
1: you're you're doing you're doing the great the great thing too. And thank you, I man, guess thank the big you. if you take anything away from you know me speaking today, whoever's listening yeah. to this, it really it really is like again like fake it till you make it. I'm not saying I don't know like anything about accounting, but I'm no expert. Okay, yeah. there's there's a and lot you're gonna, of there's you're students continue
0: to learn like
1: but yeah you just have to have that outgoing personality willing to be a sponge and willing to you know learn what you know everyone's trying to teach you and I've been able to do that my three internships and I'm going to carry that with me when I start my new job coming up in June
0: you have such a great mentality of learn 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 and like the sponge I never thought of it like that so that's new to me. You know, be just exactly absorb, just be a sponge
1: and just absorble. absorb everything they're saying. And, you know, I've and because of that, you know, I've been able to learn a lot, in my internships and, you know, some of my teachers apply it to, you know, what I've been doing. So yeah, and,
0: in the end, knowledge great. is power. Always. Exactly. Knowledge is always, always power. So like you said, be a sponge, absorb anything you can and. Knowledge is power, and that's it. I can't I can't really say much more on that other than you know knowledge is power, man. It's it it's is. so simple, it's so it is. simple. But I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Awesome, you did great today. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, uh, no problem, man. So every podcast we do some fun questions just All to right, I'm I'm prepped. Man. <laughs> yeah, let's do it just to take the edge off. Okay. We'll have some fun. Get the listeners to get to know sure. you. Um, let me pull out my list here. My I got gotcha. you. F- fun questions. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, favorite athlete. Favorite athlete. Oh, this is this is a little bit of a tough one, but, you know, it's, it's changed over the years, but I know it's cliche for me, but it's got to be Carson Wentz, Carson man. Wentz. Carson, I, Carson Wentz is, Carson he literally Wentz. is the epitome of what an athlete, a professional athlete should yeah. be on and off the field. I mean, you see a report, like, a couple weeks ago that Dak Prescott was caught with a stripper in Miami. Oh, my gosh. Not, Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. But you won't yeah, find you, Carson Wentz No, Exactly. Shit like he's that. raising money for Haiti. And even with these foundations he's doing. Like I know for the Super Bowl, he did uh he had to donate to his charity and whoever won the raffle um got to go to the Super Bowl yeah. and took him out to dinner. He's doing that uh this upcoming Monday for the Sixers game. If you know, Oh wow. Yeah, no free ads, but if you want to check out such uh, audience dude. of one.
0: Yeah, and they audience ha- of one's audience awesome.
1: of one, he's giving out um, if you donate ten dollars you get a chance to win two tickets to sit with him in a suite, and all That's the proceeds are going to Haiti. That's and they're awesome. having that charity softball game. But you know It'd that I literally, dude, literally, on and off the field. Yeah, and you know that that uh, ESPN story with Lucas. Yes, the Dutch destroyer kid. Yes, yes. I they, literally, the, inspirational. I was crying during that. It's crazy. It's they insane. buried him in his jersey, and even as big as he you know he is, and as popular as he become. He never forgot – or, you know, he came from you know, Fargo, North Dakota. Yep, and that's I what I that.
0: love about him. And yeah. He was born and raised there. Yep. Right? And he doesn't forget it. He always takes care of his hometown, mm. and that's what I love about him. What's your favorite actor – who's your favorite actor?
1: Favorite actor? Oh, man, this is tough. I, uh, You know, I, I have a couple that I like, but um, probably going to do a current one because Jonah Hill – I don't know Jonah what it, Hill, Jonah, Jonah Hill absolutely kills me. You know, you see him as like the the fat guy in uh, Superbad. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with the fake ID and trying to get all the alcohol at <laughs> the party, and you know, and then you see him in Wolf of Wall Street. You know, doing like like cocaine with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I like him because he does a yeah. uh, he can play he's many. Ver- he's versatile. He's ver- Yes, he like, can
0: do many different roles, and that's that's what I think it makes a great actor. Like Denzel, Will Smith, they can play. So I forgot, many, I completely forgot about Denzel Washington. can. Th- they can, they can play too. so many different roles.
1: Exactly. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. Okay. Um, It's a little bit of an old school one. I actually have two of them. Yeah? It's tied. One, I'm sure you've seen this before, A Bronx Tale.
0: Bronx, yo. My dad got me in the Bronx Tale. I love, love that movie. Phenomenal. Well,
1: I, I love it, well, one, because I'm Italian, and number two, because there's so many life lessons. And, you know, again, going back to what we talked to in the yeah. podcast, the... Um, the guy Sonny, the main character, says the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Wasted talent, and you have to live by that, and it's true. You know, you have to. If you're gifted, you have to use your talents for good, and yep. you can't let them go to
0: waste. Another quote I love from that movie is "The working man's the tough guy." Yeah, you know when he talks about the gun, he says, uh, "You try and get up every day for a living, and uh, that
1: that's it's easy to stand behind a gun. Try yeah, getting up. Yep, that's it's great. easy to
0: pull the trigger." Try getting up day after day and work for a living. Let's like, Exactly. See Robert that. Robert De Niro. That the working man's yeah. a tough guy. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And then my other one is I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's actually on, I believe it's on Netflix and Hulu's comedy movie. Yeah. Trading Places. i never it's seen with, it. It's with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. A young Eddie Murphy. Like we're talking really? like 21, 22. I got to check it out. Hysterical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically it's like Dan Aykroyd's this like, rich uh, young kid who's snobbish, and Eddie Damn. Murphy's this home, homeless person. <clears throat> and. Dan Aykroyd's bosses actually make a bet for one dollar saying that if we switch their lives, if we gave Eddie Murphy you know, a life of luxury and made Dan Aykroyd go on the streets, I bet you Dan Aykroyd would be like a crackhead and Eddie Murphy would be great <laughs> at his job. And it's just, it's funny. It's like role reversals. But yeah. again, it's just like, it. I, it's a great movie overall and it's funny. You're to probably awesome. laugh your ass off I got, I'm
0: going to check it out. I'm definitely going to check it out. Mm-hmm. I'll make me, I'll make T watch it. Yeah, Tino like it. There's a lot of funny
1: <laughs> parts. Favorite food. Favorite food. Okay. Um... This was tough. I thought it would be tough, but then last Saturday I was. Uh, it was a warm Saturday night. I was sitting at Scarponato's in Yo, Washington Township. I know to we've talked about it
0: before. So good. That's uh, the best. Yeah, they're open up a new building.
1: I saw that the old um, what's it called uh, on um, fries mill
0: right? Yeah, dude, they it's a it whole whole new building, and my buddy works there. Mike Meraldo said the kitchen is go- it's insane. It's like gonna it's, be like a big catering. joint, Yeah, guys, it's isn't gonna it? be a beautiful spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joe Scarponato is the man. He's gonna. He's a yeah. Great businessman, good person, if oh, you have been there. I'll actually, check it out.
1: I'll be there on May eighth after oh, my yeah? graduation. Yeah, there we're going go, there for dinner. But um, <laughs> yeah, chicken, chicken parm, chicken parmesan with penne vodka sauce. Yeah, that's yo, my absolute. The, ro- the ro- Rosa sauce yep. they call it Scarponados. And then there's also this place um, up in New Jersey. If any of you, anyone listening, is ever uh, up that way, it's in Wayne, New Jersey, right down the street from my girlfriend. It's called Neil's Pizzeria. <laughs> they have chicken vodka pizza Ooh. wow to die for wow you eat one and you're stuffed it's it's literally so good but yeah maybe actually no i'm going up there in a couple weeks maybe i'll you know splurge a little bit and dude have i have that this,
0: piece of pizza i had this like chicken tender sandwich in philly same thing it's like that one spot when i'm up there i'm like i'm i'm yeah. going i don't some, care what my diet is someone told me the other there. day about
1: have you ever had joe's roast pork i've had their ro- their pork sandwich. i've never had it i've heard, I heard their cheesesteaks
0: are good really i gotta so check I it out i never yeah. had it i never had it i gotta check it out too Favorite sports team, Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. As you can see here on that, (laughs) yeah, go Birds. Yes. Dream
1: car, dream car. Hmm. This is tough. Uh, Yeah, I've I I currently have a Chevy Impala. It's a great car. Runs well. Yeah, good. Good. Gas guzzler though, man. Really,
0: that was that was how my old car was. Gas guzzler. It sucked. It sucked.
1: Yeah, but but um, I think I am gonna get. If I had to pick one, I really like my. You know, my friend's parents had it, um either a BMW or um and not a not an Audi, um what's it
0: or no, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, an Audi. Audi yeah, Audi, yeah. I was gonna say Acura for some reason, but Audi. <laughs> yeah, either Audi or BMW. There you go. Or a Range Rover.
0: Uh I want a Range Rover so bad. Or actually
1: no oh, I can't what am I saying? None of this. I actually a Viper.
0: Oh yeah, like when I was it, a kid like, yeah, that was like my dream yeah, car. That's sick. that was like my Number one thing when I was like that and a Corvette, a Viper, uh-huh. yeah, dude, those are my cars when I was
1: a kid. Oh, they're the best. Celebrity Crush. Celebrity Crush. Well, my girlfriend actually got mad at me for a tweet I sent out about this. <laughs> but um, it's always been, you know, since I was like six or seven years old, Hillary Duff.
0: Hillary Duff? Lizzie McGuire, I haven't man. heard that name in years. She,
1: my mom was watching the show and I remember I was like, oh my God, that girl's so hot. And I was like, she's like, oh yeah, that's Hillary Duff. I'm like, Oh, I'm like that makes sense. <laughs> Age like a fine wine, but I'll stop talking. <laughs> I'll stop. Uh, I'll stop talking about that. But yeah, you know, I just I don't know. I was like I was in the blondes when I was younger. I always thought yeah. like even like a little when I was a little kid in school, I was like cross on like the girls that were blonde. <laughs> but you know, my girlfriend's a brunette, so transition to the brunettes. Actually, know what? Got Holy shit! Like come, coming gr- coming full circle. She actually just dyed her hair blonde. Oh, so there you go. win yeah, win. Maybe.
0: Uh, about a few months ago, looks good. Win win win. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Last question I have for you: favorite cheesesteak spot in Philly. I asked this to all my special guests. What's your favorite?
1: Favorite spot? You gotta go Jim's Steaks on Jim's? South Street.
0: I think that's a first for this on the podcast. Really? Think no one, so. no one else has said Jim's. Maybe Phil. I know Phil likes Jim's, but
1: what? What is, is
0: your Steve's? I like Steve's.
1: I've heard. I've heard about Steve's. I've never been there. St- and if you really want to check out a really underground place. There's this place called Chick's Deli. It's located in Cherry Hill. It's not over really? the bridge. It literally looks like a you know looks like a meth house, but <laughs> you you go in that's and that's
0: where you get the best food though. Yeah. That's or or
1: Gatanos is good too. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, man. Listen, thank you for coming on. This oh, yeah. was awesome. It was I, I, I had an absolute had blast it. Yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah. man. Thank you. Um and yeah, you know, uh, anything you want to conclude with?
1: Again, just uh just be a sponge and you know, like I said before, you know, every, you, everyone's, everyone wants to get to their destination, but no one's willing to make the journey. I agree. Hey, you know what? If you go on that journey, I'm here. I could, you know, I could support you. Uh, hopefully this podcast could, will support you. Nick here will support Absolutely. you. Just, hey, just keep fighting through it. And, you know, even though it might suck at first, think of that end goal and, you know, that should be enough to drive you towards your goals.
0: Yeah, you know, vi- visualize yeah. your end goal. Mm-hmm. And that alone right there should take you to where you want to be, man. I exactly. Mean, Can't hit, can't hit a target you don't see. So visualize it, work at it, write it down, do whatever you have to do constantly, Mm -hmm. and uh, you will achieve it. Believe in yourself. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for listening, Nick. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Fifty-four minutes in, this was awesome, and you know, it's a whole different perspective because my outlook on school is just, I think it's a scam. But like people like you. Prove me wrong, so
1: and yeah, but people like you prove me wrong (laughs) what you're doing.
0: So uh, no, man, thank you. uh, No problem. We'll see you guys later. all All right, thank you for listening.
1: Have a good one, guys. Peace.